0: Hello, fans. I'm Bailey Moore on 423 Soccer Pod. We're going to hand it over. Oh, he's gone. Oh, got it. What a shot from Wilshree. Off the outside, of the crossbar. Nice little chip. Oh, Throw them there up with
1: a cheeky goal. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the 4 2 3 Soccer Pod. This is the post match rant where we talk about the match we just watched. And what we just watched, the last match of the 2019 season for Chattanooga Football Club, was a 2 0 victory over Milwaukee Torrent. Before we go forward, first I want to thank Bailey Moore for our really special intro. Uh, Bailey, if you don't know that, this she has provided uh, artwork for us and is currently uh, the her artwork is currently our profile pic on, but I think both Facebook and and Twitter. Yep, I think so. And so she was uh, she was you know I you know Todd. Well, and also this is Jim. You can find me at Chadagooder on Twitter. Hey, and this is Todd. You can find me at Great Footballer on Twitter. So we talked, I think, for the podcast about kind of what happened. TJ, her dad, sent us a picture, and it was all of this stuff that Bailey associates with CFC. Uh, One of those things that she wanted to draw was our logo, um, which, you know, like I said, it, it got a little dusty in the house when... When, I, when that came across,
2: yeah, the, I thought some dust flew in my eye as well. Uh, I, I don't know, something was in there, just rubbing my eyes a lot. So, so
1: it's really cool, and and apparently she does listen a little bit to the podcast. So, hi Bailey, uh, it was great to meet you today, and and um, great to have you kind of talk a little bit on on the podcast. But so, what we're here to do is again to talk about the match we just watched, and what we just watched was that two nil victory over the Milwaukee Torrent. Woo! Uh, a really, really. Nice match. It, well, on the field was nice. Weather wasn't nice. Crowd wasn't nice. Although you and I felt fine to me, cowardly retreated to. Yes, re- we did. <laughs> retreated to the press box. Um, so I guess I can do some stats, and then you, you have the goal. Well, but we don't, it's only one goal scorer, but I, you have the minutes that he's. Oh yeah, I got I got
2: the minutes and everything. We're good all to go. Right,
1: all right, so let's just go over some uh, some.
2: First of all, let's start out with, with uh, the final score. Final score from Finley Stadium, Chattanooga FC, two, Milwaukee Torrent, zero. And finally, what we saw in the field matched up with the scoreboard.
1: I think so. I think so. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was, for a long period of time, it was a fairly even match. They, were, they had some good chances. Uh, Chattanooga had some good chances. Uh, we put we put some of those, we put finally put some really good chances away yeah. in the second half. Um the overall stats again in the it will just do overall uh for cfc again those two goals both scored by juan hernandez on that would be on 12 shots three of those shots on target um phil had three saves one of our shots was blocked we had six corners for the match called offside three times 11 fouls and one yellow for the torrent they had no goals that's the most important thing that nice clean sheet No goals on 13 shots. Three of those shots were on target. Their keeper had one save. Uh, Two of their shots were blocked. They had, uh, they were called, oh, I'm sorry, they had seven, excuse me, six uh, corners called offside once and had 11 fouls and three
2: yellows. And Juan's two goals were coming in the 70th and 82nd minute unofficially. Yeah, just a really nice game to see CFC finally put everything together in a rain-drenched night. Like I said, you and I were in the comforts of the press box, so we can do our proper analysis. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're there. Well, yeah. We'll, and, and, Some we'll, kind of analysis.
1: We'll probably get into this, particularly in the second half, but even as even where we were, there was a little a bit of, at least on my part, confusion about what, what the team was doing syst- system-wise in the second half, but... In the first half, you've got the starting lineup.
2: Yeah, starting lineup coming from the back. Phil D'Amico between the sticks uh, from left to right. Uh, Gabby Torres, Dunston, uh, Juhaszczyk, and on the right, Schmarzak. And then we rolled out a, a 4-2-1. 2-1? Is that a thing?
1: It's really kind of a, a 4-2-3-1, I think, is really Yeah, right. I
2: have to add all the numbers together. Yeah. And then in the yeah. midfield, we had uh, holding down in like, a, like a double pivot. Uh, Sanchez and Ginky, yeah. and then we had from left to right Costa Hernandez and Webb on the right with Oliveira up top um, and one of the first things we noticed is from kickoff is how high our backs were pushing up yeah. that was one of the first uh, things we noticed that uh, Schmarzak and uh, Gabby were really pushing up from the midfield and forcing the issue. And, and we saw how that formation was kind of going to play out because really you had to have uh, Sanchez and Ginky giving some support mm-hmm. there to that back line or else uh, it was it was going to spell trouble. But uh, in the first 15 minutes, I thought it played out pretty well. The one thing that stood out in the first 15, I thought, was that Webb was kind of uh, isolated. He didn't get any touches hardly. If no, he got one in the first 15, I didn't notice it.
1: Yeah, everything was going down the other side.
2: Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. and w- right out of the blocks, I thought uh, CFC had had a, a good amount of the possession, uh, but at the fifteenth minute, I guess uh, coach noticed too that Webb was really wasn't getting any action, so we saw Costly Webb switch, mm-hmm. uh, which that seemed to get him in the game a little more. But uh, Scott, kind of, what, what were your thoughts on right out of the gate, seeing that formation and uh, and how we came out?
1: Well, again, I, I think if it. With it, I I always, you know, I like a double pivot. You know, I like I have two mids, two defensive midfielders, and so I I was pleased to see that we haven't really played that way in a while. Um, And 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 if and if it really was like a four-two-three-one, we really haven't played well in that formation uh, much. I mean, we started out a little bit at the beginning of the way back in the beginning of the year, we played that a couple of times. um, Switched around to the box midfield, the four-four-two box and then kind of came out early members cup in that 433. And so we haven't seen this formation in a while with with two defensive midfielders but it you know, I think it, it did a really good job of of playing off each other with Ginkie being back deep and sometimes Juan being a little bit forward and then sometimes they pivoting and playing and playing off each other. I don't really remember a whole lot dangerous that I think Milwaukee may have had one in the first all the first half they may have had one really good chance um but outside of that there was there wasn't a, i don't think that i remember being a whole lot it was but i also think it was a fairly even match throughout that first Absolutely. half I mean, well was, your
2: stats bear that out in the first yeah. half i think i remember you saying at halftime the stats were almost identical yeah it was a mirror almost all the way down um, i think they had a yellow card maybe yep mm-hmm. so yeah. uh yeah. of course we had a kind of an ugly incident in the 27th minute um Webb broke through on the goal uh, goes in for the header and their keeper comes flying across and has an unfortunate encounter with the uh, with the goal post yeah. uh, and put him down for a few minutes and i never saw uh, him uh, he wasn't substituted out so apparently he was able to walk it off but from uh, the press box it looked pretty ugly and uh, i was kind of worried about him for a minute there
1: yeah i mean I, yeah it was it was it was nasty I, um, you know he kind of went up for the save and all he got really was a shoulder into the into the post and move the whole goal, which uh, is not really a good sign. So,
2: I'd say there, we had. I noticed several times tonight there was kind of a nice ebb and flow to the game, uh, where CFC was able to put together like you know you'd see like five minute spurts where CFC would really like crank up the pressure, and it really kind of like built my spirits up like all right, we're going to finally get a goal out of this, and it, and it never really happened in in the uh, in the first half. Uh, I have down like in about the 30 to 35th minute, we put together like quite a bit of pressure, and it just never really culminated anything. Um, and we had uh, in the 37th; uh, he just went right wide right of the post. Was
1: that I, the head? Was that the flick? The header?
2: Yeah, it was. A, it was a. It wasn't. It wasn't a header. It, it just shot left. Uh, shot wide left. Oh, okay. But there were several instances where we were able to build, and we were able to, or on the counter, and and really put them underfoot, foot, but just never really put that final touch on it and we just kind of kept touching on that theme from all year just not lacking that final pass that final touch
1: yeah and there there were a number of loose touches tonight I know you know Cam had a bunch He, he didn't have the greatest night with the first touch uh, Juan lost some in the first half and, and was a little loose with the ball.
2: Yeah, and some of that you got to attribute to the weather. To yeah, some probably because that turf and I was talking about it, that turf is it plays really fast and it probably has to do with how old it is. It's yeah. compacted down over time and it yeah. just plays, especially when it's wet, really fast. Like, yeah. if you ever see a ball played through when it's wet, it's rare that a player can catch up with it. Yeah. It just it's just too much. So that's one thing to look forward to in the off season is is getting that new turf and hopefully it'll play a little truer. Uh, going into halftime, I mean, your stats—they like you said—they pretty even. steven I felt like you know maybe they probably had some chances on goal, we had some chances on goal, uh, but going zero-zero in the halftime, I really couldn't argue with that.
1: No, it was—it was. I think it was a, a fair reflection of the first half. And again, you know, we're you know we're sitting in third place in the Members Cup. Milwaukee's sitting in fourth place. Not that third and fourth really means a whole lot. We're separated by that. We <laughs> were separated by that. Uh, that point that they that they got taken away from them for their owner, uh, and so a draw, you know, nobody wanted to leave this with a draw. Uh, none of the players did. I don't think any of the fans did. But a draw keeps us in third, and you know, and, and kind of moves us forward. But so going into half, I wasn't really worried. We we played some decent. We played some decent football. We had some decent possession. There were a couple of times when when I felt like the positioning. I think you and I talked about this. The positioning of our back. Of our back four was a little where our center backs would get a little narrow, and the space between, I guess it was between uh, Dunstan and, and Torres, Torres would get really wide. There was a there were there was so let me tell you guys this.
2: He uh, so <laughs> the Gooner here. I, I'm just we're, we're talking about uh, what a good game Torres is having in the first half, and he's like. The only thing I would have issue with is his spacing uh, <laughs> in relationship to the center back. He's just leaving a little bit too much there for me, and it's not 30 seconds later. Like one of the few chances, and it was a half chance that they had. But yeah. a cross comes in and it exposes the exact space he's talking yeah, there about, was just and much. they just weren't they just weren't able to uh, do anything with it. So uh, his analysis was spot on, and i say that's what you get though when you when you have Torres out there uh, running that left back, is you get that offensive explosiveness and that prowess that he has to push forward and create. But you are going to give up some defensive responsibility in the back. Or, or uh, for me, And, yeah. and it's just kind of one of those like, well, you know, yeah. There's a little. But give I and didn't take there. see
1: that. At, you know, again, in the second half. Although there were some there were some position cha- positional changes and player there. changes.
2: Hmm? I said, boy, was there.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, there. I didn't see those space, those same spacing issues really in the second half. Uh, again, it was just really obvious that Torres was way wide, uh, and just leaving a, a really, a really wide channel there for somebody to run into.
2: So coming out of halftime, uh, we we've come out to four changes, and let's see if I can read these off right. We had incoming was Valenciano, Ladley, Walsh, and. Woodman and coming off was Webb, Olivera, Ginky and schmarzak And that came with some uh other positional changes as well. I-, I can't remember them right off the top of my head. Uh one of the most notable was Lately went to right back and pushed uh, uh well temporarily pushed uh Gabby up to yeah. right midfield. Right. And uh who was running up top? Uh, see that was I can't remember who it was. Okay. I can't remember who we pushed up top.
1: Pushed up top?
2: Yeah, in the second half, he went up top.
1: Well, uh, I don't know. Costa
2: came up top, right? Yeah, well, Costa. Yeah, Costa came up top. That's why Oliveira came out. Costa went up top. So there was a big, uh, a big switch around with a lot of the players. So. But you know, coming in right off the bat, in the first five minutes, CFC really had their foot on the gas and was pressing the issue. Uh, a lot of good pressure, just unable to convert. Especially a lot of it, I thought, early in the first half, uh, Walsh was really bringing some pressure. The first up half left, or the second half? In the second half, was really bringing that pressure up the left side. I thought yeah. he had a. I thought he had a really good game. Yeah, he. Yeah, I
1: mean, he was he was active. He was well, both fullback, the fullback position, whoever really was in it. Was always very active. They were they were they were pretty. They were pressing high and moving up and to get into the uh, to get into that offensive uh, the offensive half of the field.
2: In the, 50, in the 58th minute, we had a we had a nice. Chest. Sanchez sends in a cross to Woodfin, and he was just unable to settle it. Uh, Cam had a Cam had an interesting night, right? Yeah, yeah so, he did. So Cam had an assist on what was ultimately uh, the game winner, I think. Yeah, uh, or it might have been the second goal. I'll, I'll go back and look. But he had interesting. He had an assist, but at this, uh, a couple of times his touch let him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, he put himself continuously in dangerous situations. And really, what he might have found was what we may have found is he's not a center forward. Which no, I, I'm not. not. I'm not sure that we had to actually see him in that position yeah. to know
1: that. Yeah, he's not a center forward. But again, he, again, he, he dropped back a little bit and played more of a ten role um, later on. And I, I thought he, I thought he played fine. He again, his touch was a little loose in, in some places, but. Um, I don't know how much of that was the ball, the weather, and all that stuff. Um, but he's
2: constantly put himself in dangerous situations and, and created some chances. So I, I yeah. thought he actually had a, had a really good run out. Uh, and we can go to the to the fifty minute, the double save. Yeah, that
1: was that was really really big. I mean, it was really huge. I I even think I told, I even think I said out loud when the ball was played to the the plate right before the first shot. I think I said out loud, goal, and. Phil just made a really nice save, and then the ball, he kind of saves it, and it comes right out to the middle, and then he he comes out and closes down the space, and gets a good, I think, kick save on that on the second save, and I just expected to see it in the back of the net, and the third shot goes over the bar, and it was, I mean, it was, um,
2: yeah, that first that first chance, I mean, he really got exposed. Yeah, I mean, oh, it yeah. was it was a one v one situation. Phil made himself big. And what a save! And the deflection goes right back out, like you said. Yep. Second crack nails it again, and I'm just sitting there. Both times, I'm with you, man. I'm thinking, all right, this is one to nothing, yeah. and we know what happens if it's one to nothing at that point. CFC probably gets tight, then they pack it in in the back, and and we're sitting there trying to force the issue for the next 25 minutes in bad weather. So, man, that, yeah. man, those that, that double save in 59, flight. at that point, we're thinking, hey, you know, we got a couple of candidates for man of the match here. But then in the 70th minute, uh, Juan Hernandez, not really known as a finisher, uh, polishes one off, and he comes in from uh, from the right side and finishes mm-hmm. on in the left bottom left corner. Really nice fin- uh, finish, and I believe uh, Gabby Torres had the assist on that. Yeah, just a, a really nice and well taken goal, and it felt deserved. And I don't know about you, but I was watching Juan in that celebration, and and if it, it looked like a like a relief. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it seemed cathartic for him. I mean, it's been—I mean—I think we all look at this season and they've been frustrated about the goal scoring, about playing really well but not getting the results. But that was like a like an emphatic celebration. I well, thought. yeah, you
1: know, he's he's the captain. It's it's nil nil. Last game a, of the we, year. Last game of the year. We've had a frustrating. I think everybody's frustrated with with our our production in the in the final third. And just that, had that ball come to him, set up, and, and for him to finish, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was cathartic in in many ways. Uh, he was very happy about it. He, he was, and it was. It's good to see him do that. And it was, you know, keep again making that second run into the box, and the ball just comes in late, and, and he fin- He just finishes it. And, yeah, I
2: mean, I, I, I hesitated celebrating, even though I saw the ball bobbling around the back of the net. I was like, somehow that's on the outside yeah, of the net. And oh, I just yeah. can't. Realize, even though. From a physics perspective, that's impossible. Yeah. Uh, I was still hesitant, and I, I looked at the at the AR. I looked at the at the um, at the referee, and so I was looking for flags. I was looking for all kinds of stuff, and it stood. And I was like, "All right, now yeah. now it's a goal. I can. I, I'm
1: I'm all about this now." Yeah. And really, you know, I don't remember too much. What, what do you have for Milwaukee going forward after after the goal?
2: Well, what would. After the goal, I don't really have anything specific, but there was just some, you know, kind of a continuing theme. Like from the first half, there was just some loose touches that led to some chances that really, I would argue that, Now, don't get me wrong. There were periods where I thought uh, Milwaukee played some some good soccer, right? Mm -hmm. But then sometimes I thought that we exposed ourselves with Mm -hmm. some sloppy touches, and it was just – that was kind of the theme of the night. And, and this time, this game, we weren't punished for it. Right. And, and we actually converted our chances, and there we therefore we have a 2-0 win. So it wasn't too much – we didn't have to wait too much longer. Uh, well, we actually had a substitution in the 77th. Uh, Max command come in for, uh, for Costa – which I was a bit surprised because, uh, if you remember last week, uh, Wilshire leaves in uh, during the game, I think it was the second half, has a calf injury, and uh, I saw him after the game. He was kind of hobbling around, and he said he felt you know that calf yeah, go. Bob, yeah. So I'm like, well, this probably ain't going to heal in seven days, and we've seen him run out there in the 77th minute. Uh, so a little bit shocking. Uh, CFC sitting on a one-goal lead, so we could see putting some size in there kind of made sense at that. At mm-hmm. that point,
1: you know, we get another, we get a really another nice, I think, hold-up play by, I think it was Valenciano or no, it was Wilshere. It was Wilshere. I think this is where he actually gets hurt. Uh, a ball is coming in, he goes up and wins an aerial duel, which is not something that I would say is is a, is a strength of CFCs really, and and holds the ball up. Play the ball gets played out to our left side, I think then um I, don't, I can't remember who it was so
2: yeah will street initiates the the ball if you will and it's yeah. a nice play and then we have a combination of one to walsh out on the left walsh yeah. presses down the left sends in the cross the cross gets deflected to cam cam reaches it like just basically sticks that right peg out pushes yeah, he just it back pokes to one. yeah perfect pushes it right back and ones there to smash it home uh, for the two-zero lead, but it was a, it was it was nice, and you always like it when you're able to convert a turnover like that or a fifty-fifty or ball out of the mm-hmm. air in, into a goal. And well, was, you know, it's nice again, example. it's
1: what it's what we have missed—the ability to win a ball like that in the air, knock it down, get the second ball, and and transition into offense. I mean, we just—and it's really what kind of Coach Fuller talked about in his interview, where you, Patrick and Joseph, after the after the, the last match, um, you know, he talked about the fact that we really don't have anybody that would, he was talking specifically inside the 18. Mm-hmm. This was outside. This was kind of a around midfield, right? just slightly inside their half. But still, it's the same concept. Somebody to go up and win those balls, knock them down, get somebody on second ball and transition into offense. It was a nice play. And, and again, you're, you're right. You know, Walsh comes across, sends the ball in, uh, it goes. I think one of their players gets a touch on it, but it goes right to Cam. Cam and it was a tasty it. cross too. Yeah. I'll just
2: go ahead and tell you, somebody. It, it, it was a deserving cross for somebody to be there to smash it in. Yeah. But luckily, you know, they don't clear it. It goes right back to cross. Right,
1: and Cam pokes it, and just just puts it on a puts it on a platter for one, and he finishes uh, similarly to the first goal. And you know that was pretty much game. I mean, it, you know, I think they did they did they did have a chance. I think uh, after that to make it 2-1 there was Yeah a- they actually
2: had a, a shot off the post in the 86 yeah. yeah but you know by that by that time the game you know I mean yeah anything could have happened if you put one in but uh, unfortunately to uh, Willsery uh, re- he came off due to injury in the 86 and we can only assume it's that calf again. I mean, I don't. I don't know. know they, it was
1: a coming together on that ball that he won, and he comes back. He comes down. They both go to ground. I don't know if he. It could be he came down funny on that calf, and yeah. that's what took him down, or if it was just the contact with the player. I mean, it was a physical challenge, and yeah. both of them, both of them went to the ground.
2: Well, either way, he comes off eight, uh, injured again in the '86, and enter our, our center forward in training,
1: Everson Lima. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah. So I see him walk up. I see him walk up and stand on the stand on the touch line right by the fourth official, and I'm like, "Oh, Lima's coming in. Well, please let it be for center forward." And he takes a step, and he doesn't turn to the you know we're we're going right to left. He doesn't turn right. He turns left and goes and positions himself up top? top. And I was like, "This is a, this is awesome. This is amazing." We're yeah. we're up two nil. It's the last game of the season.
2: And why, we found our we found why, our big man up top. Why the hell
1: not? It was awesome. Yeah, you know he, awesome. he
2: did well up there. He had some nice touches. To he also, he almost he had,
1: had an assist. Yeah, you know he poked it. He played a, played a through ball, and I think it was to – I can't remember if it was the Mason or what. He just couldn't quite get to it. But uh, oh, I wish he had scored. Yeah, I wish yeah, he had it would have been
2: that would have been the cherry on top yeah. of the night. Uh, but what we did have though, we had one going for the hat trick in the in the 89th minute. Ball gets played back. Uh, he's at about the center of the 18. He goes to finish it away. Uh, shot just goes wide right, but that would have been the hat trick. He already yeah. had the brace. He, yeah. he, I mean... I don't, I don't know I, I thought there wasn't anybody that stood out to me that, that had a, a stinker of a game actually I thought everybody had a good game there yeah. were some standouts you had the double save by Valen- by um, uh, D'Amico yes. you had uh, the brace by one you had yeah. a great game uh, down the left in, in Gavin it, Torres yes, Torres the man of the match ended up being Juan because how can you deny the captain having yeah. a brace in the final game of the season yeah. but there were some other honorable mentions in there too like we were just talking so anybody else stand out to you besides those two
1: no, I and I think you mentioned you know I, you know I think uh, you know D'Amico had a great game. Um, that double save came in a in a time when um, you know when it really could have changed. It really could have changed the game. And the cliche is goal change goals change games. Well, a double save changes can change a game too. Absolutely. And, and for all intents and purposes, they should have been one up at that point. And to not be one up and to go out and see out the rest of that and. And then come back and win the match. It was so. I mean, you can't. That you know, goalkeepers, they're there for those one or two big moments. And he was he was big in those moments. They didn't really that I remember didn't really make any mistakes whatsoever. Um, Torres, you said outside of some defensive spacing, he had a really good game going forward. The first half, he was easily the man Ooh, of the match. He was skinning he, defenders in that yeah, first he half. Was, he was skinning all over him. the place in the first half. And it was good to see. I and mean, well, we know we know what he can do. Um, you know, and then Juan with the brace, of course. Uh,
2: you know. I thought lately, I thought lately, did not look at a place at no, right it was back or at right midfield. It was interesting.
1: You know, he he kind of bounced around. Yep. So he came in. He come in at midfield.
2: Uh, no, he came, he in, came at in at right back, back.
1: back, and then went to midfield. Yep.
2: And, and, and so, what well, was funny because he came in at right back, and then he moved up to right midfield, and yeah. then he kind of chased Gabby because Gabby was, uh, Gabby went to right midfield, and Gabby went to back over to left back, and. Yeah, it was, it, I, there's too much to all the switching that was going on. It's too much to really go into, uh, but just know there was a there was a lot of moving around, and as long as it did enough to confuse the uh, Milwaukee defense, I, I don't care. So yeah,
1: and I'm not really sure if we stayed with the same system throughout. I mean, I think we did have two two defensive midfielders throughout the time, but I, at sometimes it looked like we had two up top, and other times we had one. I'm, so I'm not really sure what we were doing. There was so much changing. There was a fluidity there was a fluidity to the to the um to the formation and and the flow to the play so uh you know I'm not exactly sure what we were doing in that but it whatever we did it really it worked um and it was really nice to come out with a two nil win in a game that you know that may have not meant a whole lot in the final but it left we really needed to, to leave with a good taste and you know it was fun and it was entertaining and yeah, to aside, come out with the three points.
2: Aside so. from the rain, it checked all the boxes yeah, for me. Yeah. I mean, a solid two a win, braced by the captain. I mean, you really can't ask for more than that in the season final. And, and yet, yeah, it does mean something to me. For me, it means something to finish a solid third and not a third <laughs> uh, in you know by because the other team got a point deducted because their coaches. Oh back come to on, four. that's freaking uh, well, I mean, that hilarious! Yeah, it's, it's hilarious, but I don't. I don't want to secure third like that. That's you know true, what I mean? I guess, and yeah. and I thought we. All season, I, I thought at this point we should have been in the fight for second and third. I mean, for first and second, uh, because you know I felt like we we deserved some points out of those first two games between New York and and Detroit. We deserved points out of those games. So yeah, this this meant something. Well, I, I, I'm I'm
1: bad. gonna I want to because we you know we're talking about doing kind of a season end podcast with the with the guys from 109. <laughs> So I don't want to, you know, I, I've, I'm going back. And if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen this already. I'm going back and rewatching only the members cut matches and doing some XG analysis and, and some other stuff. And I, I've got, I've got slightly different feelings. Uh, um, I've got slightly different feelings about, about the, the first game. And so, uh, I'll, but I'll save that for the, for the, for the, uh, the end of the year where we can kind of go through and, and re- review kind of how we feel about, about the matches. I have I have slightly different feelings, but overall I think you're right. We got off to a really really shaky start. We knew that. Um, the one thing I will tell you is I was frustrated and and salty after the stars match, and we came here and it was well I don't know if we did it. I can't remember. There was like two hours of of rain, de- lightning delays, yeah. and and all kinds of stuff went on throughout the match and and. I was just—we really needed points, and I was not happy at all. And I went back and watched, and I'm still not happy. That match was just nuts. I mean, it was just crazy for all kinds of reasons—from uh, the—from the, from the junk goal that we gave up in the seventh minute to all the rain and, and everything else. It was just—it was just nuts. And, and but it's been fun for me, at least, to go back and kind of look at—do you know—do the numbers reflect kind of what we what we saw with our eyes?
2: Yeah, like I said this this game for me it, it meant a lot just given the the, the entirety of the season uh, I think the final um, record was 16 uh, 10 and six 16 10 and six and I'm telling you right now that record gets you in the playoffs in any domestic league uh, in this there, country there oh in this country in okay, this country like that playoffs. they get you in any playoffs there in aren't, this country there aren't so. playoffs anywhere else so I, I don't know. I'm really proud of the boys um, I'll tell you what we we'll, you know, we're here at uh, Chattanooga Brewing Company tonight once again we thank them for being gracious enough to host us, allow us to set up our uh, whatever we got going on here in the corner and tucked away but we'll see what we can do we can get some interviews while we're here and maybe fill in some blanks for you guys tonight
1: so yeah I guess you know that's the you want to just wrap up the match and you yeah know. yeah
2: so I mean for me that's it for the match overall extremely happy hey yeah. I, I'm gonna go home happy with two nothing I don't care what happened on the field yeah. two-oh gets me home happy every yeah. time
1: it is it is nice again you know, the post-match rant we go. We talk about the the match that we just watched, and again, what we watched was a nice clean sheet, two good goals to the good to the good guys, two-nil win to give us kind of clear sailing in third place in the Members Cup behind Detroit City and the New York Cosmos. Uh, that's the last of the Members Cup matches. The last match for 2019. Uh, I will say, you know, we're, we're going to talk to some players and a little bit and try to get some players on, and then we'll come back maybe with a, a final wrap-up. So uh, we'll be back after, after this.
2: See you. All right. Welcome back to the four two three Soccer Pod. We are very honored and proud to have on our podcast, Captain, my captain, Juan Hernandez, comes through with the brace tonight. Two goals in the final game. How special is it tonight to come in the final game in dreary conditions at the end of the season and and have two goals like that?
0: It was really special, to be honest, for for everybody. We all talked about it before the game. We really wanted to finish with three points. We really wanted to finish with a happy ending because this group of guys completely deserved that. And we, we were able to do it. So on a personal note, it's fantastic. On a group note, it's fantastic and you can see it now in the smiles of everybody like finish like that is always it's always worth it it's always it get, it changes everything so when you scored
2: that that first goal i just kind of noticed that it seemed kind of like it meant something special it seemed like there was a little bit of an emotional release when you scored that goal it seemed like there was some pent up frustration cuz your celebration just seemed really emphatic
0: as i said it was it was a goal for everybody it's that kind of goals that just all the stress, that all the tension from the game, it's a 0-0 game, we know we want to win, we have to win to get the three points and finish there on the table. You score that goal, you put your team ahead with a great team play by the way as well because it was a really good combination in the middle. Yeah. And then you just, happiness comes out of it because everybody, uh, we played really good as a team and just, it was for everybody.
1: So talk a little bit about how kind of overall throughout the season we you know we had those tough first two matches we come back here to that miserable night against the stars where we draw 1-1 what was the team feeling like at that point you've got three matches you got one point the the results really didn't match the effort on the field and the performances on the field how, how were you how were the guys feeling
0: uh i mean it was a transition from coaches cuz we went from the NPSL summer season with Bill Elliot to now the new, the founders' cup with members' cup, with with coach Fuller. So it was a transition of styles, transition of coaches, and we felt like we were doing the right things, but it didn't quite finish the product because. Yeah. And we play against two really good teams. Let's be honest, the first two games, so it didn't it didn't show the result how we play, but it wasn't a finished product. So that's why I think we weren't able to finish those games on the on the note that we should have. Though you could see glances of how we were playing as a team,
1: yeah. And so throughout the season, I, you know, I, how how have things gone out
0: throughout the, the whole Members Cup I mean, with the with the team? And they went. I mean, it's been as I say, it's, it's been a good transition. It's, it's a different level. NPSL team, NPSL summer is at lower level. You have some good teams, that, for the most part, we were dominating most of the games on the score and of the play. Now you go to the Members' Cup, and we still were able to dominate some of the games through the play, but we were punished when we were not on our best. So the level was completely different, and I guess it took us a little bit to connect. And as soon as we connect, we saw that we got much better. Probably a little bit late at that point, because we already gave important points to those two teams that were ahead of us. Yeah. But, But we did connect, and as a group, this group is fantastic. This group is fantastic. I cannot say nothing better for this group.
1: So we, we were, we've we talked a little bit. This is more matches than CFC's played ever. You yes. Know, all throughout. And it, at some point, did any did fatigue ever come? Yes, into, it did. In, into it
0: definitely did. And the amount of travel that we have done is has been really long. I mean, we've been in California, Michigan twice. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. We've yeah. been everywhere with the sleeping bus, so the amount of traveling has been way more than usually so that mentally it plays a big role and then some of the players like myself we have been playing 90 minutes constantly so it really 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 felt some of the games that it was you have to find that extra yeah well usually when you don't play that many games and don't that many travel uh, it just comes naturally now you have to deep find deep inside that extra energy and extra mental focus to to go through some of those games yeah
2: yeah we mentioned that through it just seemed like whenever you were available for selection you were getting you were getting picked and you were going the full 90 and uh, we had talked about that numerous times about it seemed like once fuller set in on his starting 11 it seemed he tried to maintain that consistency but you know through injuries there were certain players like yourself that just happened to kept playing 90 and 90 and 90 and i
0: we wondered if that set in over the course of the year well, I mean, when, when something is working, you, you don't change it. You don't change it. And Fuller trusted on, on his players, and we, we try to give it all. And as you said, some injuries made some changes, and then you have to be there every practice to see the level of, of all the players to see what makes sense. And the coach, I think, he made good decisions overall. Obviously, you can always say A or B. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we finished third with solid games. Mm-hmm. We let away some games that we shouldn't have, but we finished there with solid games, and the two teams that were ahead of us were really great teams with probably much more payroll than we have too. So I think I think overall it was a good season. Yeah, we've seen you guys run out multiple formations uh, throughout the year. For you, where are you most comfortable, and what formation do you like to run just personally? Personally, I have been always at ten. That's where I have been with Sataki midfield. But I'm a midfield, so anywhere from that to eight or six, eight is more box-to-box box and six is more defending. Yeah, It's wherever the game needs me and wherever the coach needs me. So I adapt to that, and I'm really okay. But personally, it's been always a 10. It's where I, I think I have the better read of the game, in my opinion.
2: And tonight we saw, like, you guys ran out originally in what was listed as a four-two-one-two-one. I think. <laughs> So that's what, that's what it showed anyway. In the second half, you guys did you guys change formations in the second half?
0: We did not. Uh, we just changed personnel. Yeah. yeah. And that shows a great depth on this team. You, you could see that we maintained the level, and I would say even we played a little bit better on the second half than the first one, mm-hmm. and I guess that shows on the score. But you can see that no matter who was on the field, the quality of this team was, was really good. Why do you think that it
2: took the entire season to run out CFC secret weapon, Everson Lima at forward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lima, Lima's a great professional. He can play wherever you put him, and he will always do it the best way he can. But I mean, as he called himself, he's, like, he's the number 10 of the city. He's like, there's a new number 10 in Chattanooga. That's what he always says.
1: When I saw him on the touchline, I think I joked. I was like, please, please, please put him up top. And I, I I But I didn't think it was going to happen. He walks in, turns to the left. I'm like, yes, now let's get him a goal.
0: I mean Whoa. as I say, he's a professional. <laughs> he 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 ran everywhere. Like <laughs> you, you could see him like just working hard for and, and he was an, in a position that he has never played. So that shows a lot of character on his part and we appreciate people like him. So going forward, we're
1: going into Nisa. What yeah. what's the what's the, the feeling in the in the locker room about this about the transition and the change?
0: It's it's there's a mixed feelings. There's a great feeling for everybody in terms of the club is going ahead it's going professional yeah. and that's great for the club the only issue with that is we have too many internationals on the team right now no, yeah so we're not gonna be able to keep everybody and that's kind of where the mixed feeling is like yeah. everybody wants to be there everybody's happy about the move but because the league regulations and now we're going to a professional regulated by fifa now we have to avoid uh, uh, have to follow some of the rules especially for internationals. so yeah. That's where the, the a little bit sadness come from. Yeah. So it's a great move for the club.
1: Uh you know, we I heard your uh the interview with the with the guys with the one oh nine podcast in their fancy lab. So hopefully hopefully, you know, sitting in the bar with us talking is uh was a good substitute for, for oh, sitting in I
0: mean I have a beer in my hand I kind of <laughs> complained hey you can I say that or can I two, say that or not two goals on the night it's yeah. a good night it is a good night it is it's good. a great night I don't know, remember when, I, when was the last time I scored two in one night so <laughs> I'm just happy we won. I'm happy that I could help the team, and that's really what matters. We secure a third place, and that's where I think we deserve to be. Yeah. And that's that's what really matters.
2: Well, thank you once again, Captain of CFC and Juan Hernandez. Thanks for spending the time with us. Thank yeah, you for, for having me. me. Hey, welcome back to the 433 Soccer Pod. We're here recording at Chattanooga Brewing Company once again. A very special thank you to Captain Juan Hernandez for coming and taking a few minutes with us. We haven't had him on uh, all year, and, yes, that makes us look like amateurs not to have the captain of the team on, but, hey, we take him when we can get him. And taking him at the end of a 2-0 win where he's responsible for the brace on the night uh, in in rainy conditions, I'll I'll take that uh, every time. Well, it was good to have
1: him on and have him talk a little bit about how the uh, how the players are, are you know kind of dealt with the season? Hearing a little bit about what yeah. we thought, you know, about the fatigue that we we really wondered about because they play, they were playing so many more matches, and you know, and really the move to move to Nisa, and, and maybe some changes that we're going to see. So, so I guess you know we have done I don't know this is like twenty two or twenty three post match ga- post match rants you've done a couple by yourself I did one by myself but outside of that it was the two of us commiserating or or celebrating kind of these matches a lot of them at home at Chattanooga Brewing Company which has been great Um, you know it's just just been cool you know it's been you know it's like June 14th or whenever when you and I dm'd each other back and said uh, well I sent out this note that said hey does anybody else want to do this stupid thing and you were like, oh, by the way, I would, and maybe some others, and so Todd, I, you know, it's been it's been fun. We're not, in, you know, not ending anything. We're probably going to have a podcast this week, and we're going to sit down and talk about how we go through, kind of get through the off season. Um, but it's been fun, and it's been it's been cool, and it's, it's a shame that we won't have any matches to talk about, at least CFC matches. Maybe I can throw in nope, an Arsenal nope. game. <laughs> no, nope.
2: it's not happening. The see, hey, this podcast is blue. We renounce all colors of red in this uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, but it, it has. It's been great, and I think looking at looking back, you know, I just I, I'm so, I guess, bought into this club literally, uh, but it's like I wanted to have some part in it and, and growing it, and if this if this is. Even remotely pushes the needle just a little bit, or as long as it doesn't let the needle go back, which some would listen to this and say you set the you set the uh, communication industry back 50 years. But as long as we're doing something, man, it's just been awesome to be here and to meet the players and to be able to act as that um, mechanism between the players and what happens on the field, out to the fans, and uh, just enhance the fan experience, right? Yeah.
1: So It's really cool. So I think that is it for the rant. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to come back and, and hopefully have a, a, a full pod this week. And, and then Todd and I are going to spend some time talking a little bit about where we're going next. We have some ideas to kind of go through and talk about some of the issues in lower division soccer, trying to get some folks on that uh, can talk about you know the, the larger picture of NISA and, and USL and all that stuff. I think we're going to be, you know, I, I really want to have David back on to talk about, you know, we've heard some things about some some finalists of kits and and you know and who's going to be the kit yeah, sponsor we'll and sponsorship and and Let what him merch is. your, your
2: uh, what your appetite, yeah. your merch boot appetite. Yeah,
1: what's you know it, you know as we're recording today, you should have seen you should have seen an email come out talking about season tickets, and so we're going to hear about those and. So there's a lot of news coming out. I know that they are. They were very. They were very excited about the GM candidates. I think there was a GM, a general manager, finalist here at the match tonight. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have staff changes. We're gonna have other, uh, other, you know, exciting. This is gonna
2: be as eventful as an off season as last year was, probably. Yeah.
1: Hopefully. It's just going to feel a little different than last yeah. seasons. Uh, last uh, it'll last seem season. like
2: we're on the offensive as opposed to the defensive. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. And
1: then before you know it, we'll have full fledged Nisa, match- Nisa matches to play, and uh, it's just it's going to be exciting. So anything else, Todd? For the nah, man, for thanks the good?
2: CBC for having us over, and uh, thanks for Juan Hernandez for coming on, and uh, we'll catch you guys later in the week.
1: And uh, we can't go without again. She started us off with the intro. She is our artiste extraordinaire, uh, and Bailey is still here at, with uh, with her parents. And we thank her for her artwork. And you know, we uh, we got we got to spend a little bit of time with Bailey today. Um, and just a really is really special young lady, and uh, giving us some good artwork. So who knows? As long as as long as she does, she's not charging royalties, and TJ doesn't come at us with a yep. with some type of contract because. Our ability to pay here still hasn't changed. So. Still
2: no ability to pay.
1: <laughs> but with that, again, signing off from Channinger Brewing Company after a great 2-0 victory for CFC over the Milwaukee Torrent with both goals by Captain Juan Hernandez. Until we see you again, go CFC. Go Blues.
0: The other side of the crossbow. Oh, it's it's nice little chip. Oh, Mr. what a
2: cheeky goal.